Welcome to NRP's Leadership Conference podcast. Every February, pastors and leaders from around the country gather together at our Leadership Conference for dynamic teaching, powerful worship, impartation, ministry, and covenant relationships. Here's one of the recordings from our 2023 Leadership Conference. All right, guys. So, um, like everyone has said, this session's gonna not, not completely flying by the seat of my pants because we have notes. I got some stuff I want to start off with. But um, really want to leave it open to some questions, some like actual practical doing the thing, right? So I'm gonna leave some time at the back end. 12.10 is when they want us done? Yep. Yeah. All right, let me, where's it at there? Nope, there it is. All right, so real quick, um, my mom has been using that set the table example for the, I don't even know how long it's been. But every Sunday when our team comes together to pray, it's part of our prayer that we're setting the table. And one thing that I'd like to just, it kind of clicked when I, we were talking about it last week. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, um, I know we've talked about it. Like musicians like to think a lot of themselves. Like whether it's you or it's people on your team, we like to think because it's fun and we're good at something and we're doing what we like to do. God gives us our gifts and we have fun doing them. Like how cool is that? God was like, here's something that I want you to do. I'm going to give this to you to honor me, and you're going to enjoy it. That's amazing. However, worship leaders, and I, I'm like 100% have dealt with this before, it goes to our heads sometimes. You, you do really good at the thing, and they got all the people say, man, it's such a great job. You did awesome. And like, if you don't guard your heart, your head can grow. That setting the table example for me has grounded me for such a long time. That setting example, right? Because if you say, you know, what do you do for a living? I'm a waiter. That's not necessarily the most glamorous profession. But guys, like, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord, right? Like, that, that's the idea here. And so for me, when I come to this setting the table analogy, what it's allowed me to do, and as well as well for our team, is I'm literally just here to serve, yeah. right? And so my job, obviously, I love to worship the Lord. My goal is to get everybody to the throne room. My goal, but in doing that, I'm leading from a position of servanthood. Right? I mean, we see Jesus, Jesus led, Jesus led the disciples, but he washes their feet. Right? It's that same, it's that mindset of, yes, I have a job to do. I have a role that's prominent. Right? Like, people see who you are, which is why it's so important that our integrity is in check, that we're accountable, because if we fall, we're falling from a very visible place. Right? But setting the table, that leading from a position of servanthood, understanding that, you know what? I'm, I'm literally bringing plates, and I'm bringing cups, and I'm bringing silverware, and I'm bringing napkins, because I want God to do what he wants to do. I don't want to be in the way of that. I'm just a facilitator, right? I'm just the one who's bringing and setting the table for what God wants to do. And, like, for me, that's been, for our team, not just for me, but for our team, uh, that's been a really good way of making sure we understand the perspective that we're bringing to the, 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 the stage, or that we're bringing to the auditorium on Sunday mornings, right, is... I am leading from a position of servanthood. What I'm doing right now, yes, I like to do it, and I'm good at it, but I'm here to serve. And it, like, once, you, once, you're, once you're leading from that perspective, you can curb a lot of that um, Luciferian mindset, if you would, right? That boasting in yourself, right? That idea. Um, it's such a good... My notes literally say Luciferian yeet because I'm a child. Um, no, um, I teach high school. All right. Um, so senior pastors, uh, um, I think it's e extremely vital that senior pastors know to empower their worship leader. Um, that relationship has to be strong and just some little things invest. And this goes for worship pastors as well, right? Invest in your team. 
um, empower your team. Senior pastors invest in your worship leader, worship leader invest in your team. What that looks like is your acoustic guitar player, you, you, can, you can buy him a set of strings. Mm -hmm. The drummer needs new heads, you can find the money to buy him new heads, right? But think about what that says, is that says, you know what, oh dang, man, uh, you're buying new strings or you're washing chain. Next time you buy strings, please, let, 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 let us buy that for you, right? Let us, you know what, I, you, we were talking like guitar players for a second. Um, we're, we're talking about intonation, man, it's not tuned right, the 12th fret, it's being all, like, I got a luthier guy who can set your guitar up. Let me call him and we'll pay for your guitar to get set up. Guys, you, you understand that the investment, how what that does to a volunteer who's bringing their gear every week, they're bringing their, their own direct boxes sometimes, they're bringing their own XLRs, they're bringing their own picks, they're bringing their own backup strings. Vocalists, like, hey, uh, can, I, can I buy, is there anything you, I can have here that's going to help you on Sunday mornings? Can I buy, make sure throat coat's here. Can I, like, just going a little bit. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars to make people feel valued, especially as a worship pastor. Um, if you want to, like, for example, when you make this switch, not, not everybody uses inner ears. Most people are moving in that direction. But, like, when you flip to that direction, buy them headphones. Guys, I, I have, like, if you don't know, I have, like, there's a $50 pair of headphones that are amazing. I use them, I use, I use them today. We bought all of the, everybody in the worship team is set because if I'm going to expect you to use inner ears, let me invest in you. Or, like, maybe, um, maybe you can't, throw a bunch of money at something, but you get, hey, let me put 50 bucks toward that new piece of equipment. Like just those small, you don't have to do it every time, but you're, the, 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 I'm gonna buy you guitar strings. That's such a small gesture that goes so far. Um, and encourage senior pastors, if the worship service was good, tell them. Like, man, I'm just letting you know, whatever you're doing during the week, praying like your, your songs have really had me ready to speak this morning, thank you. That goes so far in building relationship with the pastor, in building relationship with your worship leader, and then worship leaders, vice versa. I, we had a girl, we had a bass player who kind of stepped out of the church on a, a little faster than we thought he was, and we had a girl that I was training, and we had a, like a church family meeting, and we were going to do one opening song, and at, it was on a Sunday night, and so I said, hey, I'm working with you. let's just come to the church and hang out, and we practiced this one song literally for an hour and a half, just thinking I'm just working with her, and I said, okay, well, you're playing bass tonight. She was like, what? But it was in like a safe environment. You're like, hey, we just played this. You got this song, right? She's been playing bass with us for the past, like, what, two years? So, like, but I make sure that I reach out to her. I'm like, hey, I'm just letting you know, like, you are, you killed it this morning. Because Lord knows if he comes up and we go to some hymn and nobody knows the chords and she's like, what's, what's, she's still able to follow something, but giving her that verbal, that verbal like, um, um, affirmation, thank you, of you crush it this one. Or Bo, like our drummer, oh my gosh, right? Sometimes I'm like, dude, look, I've ruined, the, like there's sometimes you're in 6-8 and you're exhorting your lead and you come in and you're, you're not coming in on one and you just totally botched it. <laughs> he stayed on, Bo, dude, you saved my life this morning. That little bit of just being intentional about complimenting the people that are serving alongside you goes so far, it buys so much equity in those relationships. Um, maxim so this is where we're going to get a little more te technical. Maximize the capability of worship teams. So um, senior pastors, you don't have to figure this out. Like this is not your sole responsibility. You don't have to navigate house mixes and EQs and keys. Like, like if you have a worship leader, 
let's, 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 they're in the grace to do that. Let's empower them. Then you can help them. Obviously, Chris helps me out a ton because he's done it before. My mom helps me out all the time. Um, but this is not something you have to like lose sleep over. Let's empower your worship leader. Um, worship leaders, you're not alone, right? Worship leaders, like get my number, get Angela's number, get Tony Crombie's number, get people's number and call them and be like, hey, this is the issue we're facing, blah, blah, blah. And chances are, if we haven't seen it, no, we've seen it. Like between all of us, between my mom, Angela, Tony, other people that's been leading worship for forever, like we, we've, we've come across an issue and we can, we can help you out. Like it's, or, um, yeah, you're not alone. Uh, Psalm, this is Psalms 33.3, um, play skillfully. I'm not gonna read the whole verse, but it says play skillfully. And I really believe that that's, that's an ongoing process, right? If you're a worship leader, this is your craft. In the same way that your senior pastor should be um, studying to show himself approved, um, he should be working on his delivery. He should be getting feedback on how he's communicating, right? He should be developing that skill. You should be developing your musical skills. If you're a vocalist, you should be developing your vocal skills, right? Um, everyone in this room can improve in what they're doing, period. Like, I'm, I'm good at what I do, but I am, there are people who are so much better than me, right? And I, like, I don't want my limitations on my skill to hinder what the Holy Spirit wants to do, right? So if I, if, if, if I expect to flow in the river, right, I need to be musically capable of flowing. And if I can't play one, five, six, four, and, and without a chord sheet in front of me, that's something I need to really develop as a worship leader. Now, chord sheets are crucial. They're amazing. You need them. They're, I'm, I'm not against them. But, like, if I can't play one, five, six, four and exhort and over that, I, that's a skill that, like, right now, today, leave and go develop that, right? Um, if you don't know what I mean by 1564, I'm going to talk about that in a second. Um, so play skillfully. Uh, worship leaders need to grow in their craft, and that doesn't happen by accident. Um, technology is kind of the, what, what this was advertised as, and I'll touch on it for two seconds. I didn't want to, like, blow past that technology. New and better technology will not fix foundational issues. <laughs> Buying a $70,000 soundboard is not going to solve the rhythm problem or the house EQ problem, or the live mix issue. Buying a new soundboard is just gonna create a more expensive and more obvious problem, because now there's more little fine tunings you can do, and now there's reverb on the mic. Where is the reverb in the soundboard? I have no idea, but it sounds like they're singing in whale, and it's not a good thing, right? So, um, it's happened. Oh, it's happened, where someone presses a button and they go, anyway. Um, foundational issues, rhythm, house EQ, and live mix, those, those issues aren't fixed by a new soundboard, right? So what I mean is maximize what you have. If you don't know what that means, what that looks like, um, one, guys, bring a professional AV person into your building and let them tune your room. Let them EQ the room you're in. Like it has to, it, it has to happen. It's worth whatever the, the cost is. If you're in Louisiana, hit me up. I got some contacts. If you're other places, they exist. All right, period. If they aren't Christian, if it's not a Christian-owned business, they do churches. They have experience in houses of worship because I guarantee that's a large percentage of their business. So if you haven't had someone come into your house of worship and just maximize what you have, please don't go spend $40,000 investing in a sound system if you haven't even like made sure what you have is functioning to its max capacity. Obviously, if you got a blown house speaker, go buy a new house speaker. If you got a, a messed up keyboard, please go order the new keyboard. But don't invest thousands of, don't think, we, I mean, we've done that. Like, 
let's just go order a bunch of stuff. I got this. And I'm not a, guys, I'm not a professional at, I'm not a, a sound engineer. There are people who will bring tools and computers and fancy things, and they will make your room sound light years different. And you, you had no idea your sound system could sound this good. The same Allen and Heath analog board you've had for 30 years now sounds just as good as the, Baron, the, the presonas they have back there today, right? It's possible with what you have, right? Um, two, um, y'all, just some quick, this is just more of a kind of things we use. Having a tonic pad will change your life. If you, especially if you have a, a stripped down band, if it's you, you're on acoustic or you're on piano or it's just, or you don't have a bass player or you, you, you don't have all the bells and whistles, there's some really simple things you can do. Um, that tonic pads, basically what that is, is it's that hum in the background um, that's in the key you're in and it provides like a blanket, like almost like a, a nice comfy pillow for your band to sit on. It has to be mixed in, it has to have the right frequencies. There's some pads that are super trebly. There's some pads that are super boomy. So you really gotta do the work of picking out good pads. I can help you with that because I've looked through libraries. There's, um, but like introducing a pad takes a lot of the pressure, especially off those waiting moments. Yeah. You ever playing and it's just you and an acoustic and you wanna go, go down, but you're, you're finger picking now and oh, it's, yeah. it's like, where, where, where the music? Pad saves you a lot of that. Um, and especially if you communicate to the guy working sound, like, hey, sometimes you want to bring it up, sometimes you want to play it down, right? The soundboard is an, also an instrument. Like, you have to play that thing. Like, it's not a set it and forget it, unless you're in a situation where you have to. I've been there, right? Like, that's just, it is what it is. But, like, communicating to your AV people that, hey, that's an instrument. When you're back there, it's not, oh, this song, make sure Darnell's loud, okay. I'll do this right here where the, the bass, it's halfway through the first song and the bass is still muted. Oh, yeah. And that's, and I take responsibility for that because I didn't, obviously, I didn't effectively communicate well enough that the sound man is playing an instrument on Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. I love that you love the Lord, but dude, we got to have the bass on, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> uh, another thing, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm up and down about this. Some people swear by it. Other people don't use it. Um, if you're, but there is a place for it whether it's in a Sunday morning or in your practice, at minimum, you should be practicing with a click. I get not using it on a Sunday morning because like, there's some things that doesn't fit, but if you want to fix rhythm issues, tell your volunteers to at least rehearse with a click track. Right. There's free apps, there's metronomes, you can, um, you can either, like, as, like, I haven't necessarily done this because the only guy, the only two people that really use this are my acoustic player and my, drum, my drummer, like they'll pay attention to this and they kind of know what they're doing, we've set it up. But there's, figure out how fast you want a song, get around about BPM and say, hey, we're doing Lion and the Lamb at 92 beats per minute. When you practice it, make sure you're practicing, you're practicing at that BPM because it matters. If you're rehearsing with a click and then you come live and you don't have it, yeah, you're like, okay, at least I know what this feels like because I've been practicing all week. If you speed up, if you slow down, whatever, just stay, stay together, but then live, Using a click will solve a lot of your rhythm issues. It takes a lot of upheaval, takes some work. You gotta rehearse with the band together. Um, in, but I'm, I just wanna reiterate this, reiterate this, invest in your volunteers, pay for training, suggest YouTube videos, grow. Right, there's a, uh, out, we, haven't, we, we haven't done it because the building blew up, but right before the building stopped existing. Um, there was a Allen and Heath masterclass that you paid, I think it was like 400 bucks, but it walked you through from the very basics of what EQ even is, 
all the way through effects and reverbs and compression and gates and all that kind of stuff. I was, I haven't bought it yet because we're not in a permanent situation, but you better believe I was buying that because you get lifetime access to it. And I was saying, hey, sound man, like, hey, this week we're watching this lesson, let's talk about it. Right. And debrief for five, 10 minutes, it don't take long, but growing, like, I mean, uh, Pastor John talked about it, like you should be growing. As a pastor, as a leader, you should be growing. You should be encouraging your team to grow. Um, that's all the super technical stuff that I'm gonna touch on. What yes. the last thing you said you were gonna invest in for your team to watch videos? Um, so I can, I, can, I can find the exact link for you. It's okay. been, I have it saved, but um, a lot of those major brands like Behringer, uh, PreSonus, Allen and Heath, a lot of the Yamaha, they have master classes essentially on their equipment. And so you'll find, I mean, it'll be a library. You'll pay $400, $500 for it, mm -hmm. but you'll get a library of this is the function of channel gain on a single vocal channel. This is, the, this is what gain does. And it walks you through the vernacular of sound. And, a, and, and there, God, there's so many resources, guys. Like I'm just, I could throw, throw them up at you. So that's why, please call people. People have solved issues that you're facing right now. There's that weird hum in your room. You don't know where it's coming from. We've, we can solve that, guys. That, that certain acoustic guitar you play, that when you dig into the A chord, you get that. Yes. We can help you solve that. You just got to reach out. Um, yeah, any questions? I kind of threw a lot at you guys because it was technology. I wanted to make sure we talked about them. Cool, so um, now what we wanna kinda of move into is kinda of a little more demonstration. Um, we can talk about song placement, we can talk about all that kind of stuff, but we got a few extra minutes here. We kinda of wanna just, we got like 20 extra minutes, nice, good timing. Um, we kinda of wanna just demonstrate on, in a song, in a set, like functioning, how are we gonna pick a song set? How are we gonna, what does it look like in service? What happens if you're on the second song and you're in heaven and you don't wanna to go to, your, your spirit man doesn't wanna to go to the third song, but my band, I gotta go because they don't have the chords. Right, how do you navigate those things? Right, so um, how do we want to do this? Uh, let's go to A. Um, let's, let's, don't pick a key yet, let's do this. Give me, um, somebody shout out the opening song. House of the Lord. House of the Lord, who's, who's leading it? Is it a male or a female? Male. A dude is leading House of the Lord. Okay, does he sing like a normal person or does he feel welcome? Um, huh? What's the congregation? That's really the question. Yeah, I so, what I think, I think what's yeah. what, what are the highs, what are the lows, what's the tessitura? We're gonna go to G. So, um, G is obviously a guitar player's favorite key, right? If you're a dude, oh my gosh, beautiful. Um, but so we're gonna do House of House of. Let's finish that. Cool. Okay. Cool. G. Awesome. Ma Every, so now, what we just said, House of the Lord. There's joy in the House of the Lord. Joy in the House of the Lord. We got sun We won't be silent. Shout out His name. You're going one to four. Go to one and four. Play one. Play one. Play one. Go to four. Oh, we're ending the song because God is good. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. We're worshiping. End it on the next turnaround. Oh, we worship you, Lord Jesus, really good, and he's awesome. Come on, somebody give God a shout this morning. Woo! Yeah, beautiful. Here is your opportunity. Who is leading the next song? Is it a guy or is it a girl? It's a girl. Let's make it a lady. 
Now is your opportunity to change keys. You just ended big, you welcomed everybody. You don't have to worry about harsh key changes. If you want to go to G flat, you can do that now. Don't, that's awful, don't do that. Your guitar players are gonna hit you. But, but you, this, is, this is your opportunity to do that now. So, house floors in G. Woo, what's the latest song that's in the middle? Go. Lady can sing right now, what key are we gonna do it in? To play it in, try, try D first and maybe. <laughs> That's that's high. Go to C. Let's go to C, because that's also more congregational. So. Congregational, I like that. Huh? You can do it twice. Do what twice? Spell it wrong twice. Yeah, I spell it wrong twice. All right, dude. Look, circle of fifths. That's right. I just want. So end on G. Woo! Yeah! And then you're gonna key change me to C. Go. Love the Lord. It's awesome. Go to C. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. What? We clean broke. We're done. Boom. Woo! So Jesus. Do we get four count this or are we flowing to it? Huh? I'll blow the guitar place and start it off, but we don't have a guitar player, so you're going to start it off. All right. Go. So, okay. G, yeah, C. Doom, right? So, here, what is this song? So, House of the Lord is, what is that vertical, horizontal? What type of song is that? Horizontal. Raise a hallelujah. Vertical, horizontal. So what, my, what is my third song going to be? Please let it be vertical. All right. So as I'm picking this song set, notice the questions I've already had to ask myself. Who do I have singing this morning? That's an obvious one, right? I can't make Angela sing a song when she lives in Orlando because she's not in Chalmette. So even though she should move to Chalmette, <coughs> never mind. Um, so um, so um, no. So I've already asked myself, okay, who's leading what song? Who do I have on stage? Um, we got two songs. Boom. Now I have to ask myself, okay, I know I want to end vertical. So now it's limiting what I'm picking from a little bit, right? There's great songs that we could put here that are in C, that we all do in C. Um, there's great songs that we could even modulate up to D to give us a little, ooh, we never got a key change. Now it sounded real cool, right? But I can't just throw, like, I'm not going to lead uh, What a Beautiful Name in, in, in C, right? My mom's going to crush it in C. Is she on stage today? Let's go for it. So that's, that's the song. Let's pick it, right? For more information on our annual conferences, including our leadership conference, women's conference, men's conference, youth leader intensive, and youth camps and conferences, visit nrpastors.com. To check out all of our podcasts, including the Leadership and Context podcast by Keith Tusi, the Flourish Women's podcast by Penny Tusi, and the podcast for all of our conferences, click on the podcast tab on our website. We can't wait to see you at one of our conferences soon.